0: begin my sermon this morning with a prayer. It's a prayer for energy and delight, for the spark that helps us give expression to beauty. It's a prayer of hope that we not be consumed by despair. I hope it will be a prayer that speaks to you and others in these times when the spark of fire is needed to enliven us to carry the flame, to fight injustice, to sing songs to speak for truth, and to build something lasting. Cosmic Presence, ignite me with your energy. Let me be filled with a radiance of suns and stars rising along morning's rim and setting in evening's cool. May I be sparked with curiosity to greet whatever may come and accept whatever may go at end of day. Let me not slip into the routine or be consumed by the mundane. May I be surprised by the lavish blaze of creation so that my spirit may catch fire and be reawakened to delight. This morning we are exploring the ways we can create beauty and community and be reawakened to delight. More specifically, our focus is on how we can create beauty from what we already have from empty lots, from thorn bushes, and from a little bit of faith. How can we create that beauty together in community? This practice of creating beauty in community isn't new to us. It's already a regular part of our shared church practice. Right now with the pandemic permeating our lives, this need for beauty and the need to be creating things together feels especially pressing and poignant. So I've been thinking about all the ways that members and friends of this community create beauty together. Everyone has something they're bringing to the table, to the party, whether it's offering a sense of humor to make others laugh and smile, or providing technology assistance so others can participate more fully in this virtual space that has become a core way many of us are meeting and working. Making Beauty in this community includes lighting a chalice like members from different generations did this morning. We're joining together to learn about and adopt the eighth principle to give voice to an aspiration and commitment of our faith and our church community to build anti-oppressive, anti-racist, multicultural, beloved community. It can be creating and leading a worship service like our youth did so beautifully last week. Members of our caring circle are creating beauty by checking on other members and extending friendship to them. Those making music are inspiring and uniting us as a spiritual community. Others are providing financial assistance to those impacted by COVID-19 through our UU Berks fund. And others are engaging in social justice projects specifically for undocumented people and other marginalized groups. In all these ways, and in so many other ways, our church is like Wanda's garden party. And each of us is a little like Wanda. Each of us shows up with our roses, whether they are real or cut from paper. Each of us shows up with our roses and also our hope that something beautiful is possible. And we also bring our doubts and our despair because that too is part of who we are. Bringing what we have is a source of inspiration and a reminder of our deepest humanity. The community gets shaped from this, from the ground of these offerings. These offerings of ourselves are first and foremost a part of who we are that we then share with others. One of my favorite parts of the story of Wanda's Roses is that character who brings the blueberry muffins. And not just because I love blueberry muffins, but because we don't all have to bring the same thing. We need to bring what we have and who we are. And maybe that's muffins, but maybe it's just showing up, just being present. And we need to trust that at this time and this moment, that that is enough. Roses, muffins, or our presence, we are enough. Because when we gather in that empty lot, wow, that's something amazing to behold. When we gather here virtually, bringing our smiles, our struggles, our earnest attention, our curiosity, our passion and compassion, our wisdom, that's something amazing to behold. I know that sometimes I get to feeling that I just don't bring enough or do enough, that I should be doing more to create more beauty and more justice, which is another way of saying beauty that I should be doing more to create more kindness, more something. You might be a little surprised to hear me say that because as your minister, I'm creating programs, worship, justice, and community throughout the week in various forms. It's just that there's so much need in the world, so much to be done, so much pain and suffering. So I've been reflecting on the ways that I create beauty in and with community, the ways that I offer what I already have in a way that it becomes part of something larger than myself. This week I had a reminder of a small way that I am contributing, something that's important to me. This week my contributor copy of Conversations with the Sacred, a collection of prayers, arrived. Two of my prayers are there, including the one that began this sermon. The collection is edited by my colleagues, Manish Mishra Marzetti and Jennifer Kelleher, and is published by our UU Press Skinner House Books. I feel so grateful and humbled to have a part in creating something beautiful for our Unitarian Universalist faith. This collection, which has been in the works for nearly a year, seems to have been released just at the right time. This is especially a time when we need prayers of love and lament and justice and transcendence. Each of us, no matter what our relationship with the divine is or what our relationship to prayer is, each of us can be nurtured by these Unitarian Universalist meditations. They reflect our diverse spiritual understandings of God and the universe. What struck me right away is that the prayers in the collection were written long before any of us knew anything about this pandemic. And yet they speak so tenderly to this time in the context of these heart-wrenching days. Perhaps that's not so strange. I wrote the prayers in the fall of 2019 in an ongoing prayer writing course through Ritual Well. Ritual Well is part of a reconstructionist Jewish organization I was able to be in the presence of people who are mostly Jewish and who share much with me spiritually in their commitment to religious community and to social justice. That class, as it turned out, also became a container for lament and the search for hope. As after our second week together came the terrible news of the mass shooting at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. In the following class, we prayed together and focused on writing prayers of lament. We wrote using the words, for you in my distress, I call out as a prompt. That prompt led me to write prayers about the shooting and also about other tragic circumstances and events. I wanna end my sermon this morning by sharing the other prayer of mine in the conversations with the Sacred Collection. This prayer of lament and justice is for our being out of relationship with this planet and the longing we have for healing for Mother Earth and all her inhabitants. It is especially directed to the silence of the privileged in light of the suffering of the Earth and marginalized people. I share it with you now in hope and faith. May it inspire us to offer ourselves in service to build the beloved Community, one that is beautiful for everyone. Earth, you are my body. O earth, for your lush body broken, for your living waters sullied, for your sheltering trees scorched, for your wild creatures pursued, for you in my distress. I call out. I long for the breath of the wind and the dance of the sea to move what seems unmovable, to break us free from this silence that hangs in the air. Aching for a song of repair to liberate this land, I call out. You, Earth, are my body. This planet, a sanctuary, this land, A garden. In my distress, who will listen? Who will refuse to be silent? Who will lament with me? Who will lift their voices in sacred song and call out with me in distress to heal your earthly paradise? This is my prayer. I offer it humbly to you may it be so. Amen. Blessed be. Thank you for joining us this week. If you'd like a copy of the transcript of this sermon, you can find most week's messages at www.uuberks.org sermons. If you have any thoughts or conversation about today's message, we hope you'll take a moment to stop by our Facebook page and share them. And from all of us at First UU Berks, may this chalice light your path and guide your way until you join us again.